before, retainer of semen and lifter of weights. He is wild, hairy, dominant, breathing into his balls and bonding with his bros. And more than anything, he charges you monthly for his content. Welcome to Man Clan. We are your alpha hosts and paragons of masculinity. Annie Kelly. And Julian Field. This week's Sigma guest is Paul Cooper, who happens to be in a traditional marriage with one of the co-hosts. He runs the Fall of Civilizations podcast and has bylines in the New York Times, the BBC, and National Geographic, among others, as well as a PhD in the cultural and literary significance of ruins. So how's your testosterone doing, Paul? Yeah, it's pumping pretty high, honestly, Julian. Yeah, and Annie said you guys needed the, the input of a real high T male on this podcast, so I thought it was only my <laughs> duty to, to jump on. So what is the latest in British techniques to keep your testosterone flowing at a high level? I've been trying a new morning routine recently where I just I just slam my nutsack in the microwave every morning and just, just blitz it for about eight to ten minutes. It's, <laughs> I've seen like a testosterone improvement around two to three percent. Pretty promising results. Yeah, I apologize. I mean, I guess this is the first time we platform you, but I know that you've been subjected to pretty horrible stuff by just being together with Annie. Like, yeah, I, I get this sinking feeling every time I see some new horrible right-wing documentary or film has been released. So I just know in my heart that Annie is going to make me watch it at some point. Yeah. <laughs> when we were in the planning stages for this podcast, a trailer dropped for The End of Men an episode of Tucker Carlson's ongoing series of pseudo-documentaries released on Fox Nation. Annie and I were pissed. It was a classic case of two full-time CIA employees being outplayed by a TV pundit who tried and failed to join the agency at one point in his career. We immediately contacted our superiors and demanded a heart attack gun squad be assembled to take care of things. But to our surprise, we were told to back off because our understanding of the situation was limited by our clearance levels. It looked like Carlson would be releasing The End of Men after all. The only chance we had at defending our turf would be to release an episode of Man Clan discrediting Tucker Carlson's piece. But to do this, we would need to recruit what Tucker Carlson didn't have, a supportive spouse. And so Annie set out on a domestic psyop to convince her husband to appear on a show called Man Clan. <laughs> Thanks to her CIA training and because she knows how to brew a variety of mild teas, Annie was eventually successful. What we weren't prepared for, however, was just how insidious Tucker's documentary would be. The End of Men takes a variety of relatively accurate facts about human health, corporate malfeasance, and environmental toxins, and bends them to better shift blame onto Carlson's ideological enemies. In the process, he conceals the pivotal role of the political right in creating a country where unregulated corporate behemoths are able to sacrifice the health, well-being, and rights of the American population and those abroad in pursuit of profit. So let's jump right into it. Tucker opens The End of Men with part of a speech by John F. Kennedy. I welcome this opportunity to speak to the people of America about a subject which I believe to be most important and that is the subject of physical fitness. The appearance of JFK in this Fox Nation piece may be surprising to you if you haven't been following the QAnon nonsense. He's a Democrat after all. But it's in line with the streaming platform's audience, which, in the words of one of its VPs, is composed of, quote, Fox News superfans, among the most affluent and well-educated in cable. To cater to this more refined and dedicated audience, Tucker intends to give the illusion that he's shirking partisanship and painting a well-researched picture of civilizational decline. Civilization is like a woman wooed. She's won by the love of the strong man and lost by the impotence of the weak one. 
The Greeks called this anacyclosis, the life cycle of any society. In a golden age, heroic leaders pursued transcendent goals, something bigger than themselves. They overcome challenge after challenge, and then they win. Then, surrounded by the wealth and the comfort they have won, they lose their life force. They become confused and isolated. They lose faith in themselves, and the civilization they've created begins to decline. Now, Paul, you run a podcast called Fall of Civilization, so you're probably really familiar with Tucker's approach here. In your opinion, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, this is a really old idea, this idea of the civilizational uh, cycle. There's a quote used at the start of the documentary, hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, create weak men, weak men create hard times. And this is flashing up on the screen at the start of the documentary. And I did a little bit of digging and found that this is from a series of novels by a guy called J. Michael Hopp, who was an ex-Marine. He served as a, a bodyguard for the Saudi royal family, apparently, and came home to write seven of the worst novels I've ever seen. <laughs> Truly just... just the worst kind of writing. It's like 90% dialogue, uh, interminable stuff. And Penguin Random House published four of these before seemingly dropping him. And then for the last three, as he gets kind of increasingly insane in, in his depiction of this post-apocalyptic world, they seem to drop him. And these are novels about a kind of manly badass who, when a super EMP is, is detonated over the United States, civilization collapses and this guy has to defend his family, has to lead his, his tribe. And I find that this quote is taken from a moment in the seventh book at the end of this long saga when what seems to be Ted Cruz has become president of the United States and they've captured a, a socialist who's a kind of rebel in this world. And some of the characters are saying, you know, we should imprison this guy, we should put him on trial for his crimes. And the main character, this badass, Gordon Van Zant, says this quote, hard times create strong men, strong men create good times. And the use of the quote in the book is to encourage the other characters to execute this guy. So this is a, this is a quote that seems to have become extremely popular on right-wing circles, especially places like Stormfront, these like very hard, hard right communities online. And I honestly see a lot in my YouTube comments. And it's literally an argument for, in the initial text, it's an argument for murdering socialists. Yeah, murdering prisoners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's even worse than I thought. Yeah. But this, this idea of the, the cycle of civilization is, is, is very old. And is there anything to it? Yeah, it's, it's basically all true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the, the idea of this quote is it's so infuriating because it's so, so stupid and it, it's impossible to find any period of history in which it really holds true. You know, in, in, in most periods of history, so-called strongmen are one of the driving forces in the dissolution of these societies. These kinds of right-wing philosophers are always looking back to ancient events in classical antiquity, like the, the fall of Rome, which happens over, you know, the course of a century in, in the 5th century AD. These are incredibly complex events that have so many factors involved that it's impossible to point to one single thing. But it's become a cliche that every new generation sees its own fall of Rome and, and reads into it like a Rorschach test what they want to believe. And it's become irresistible for fascist philosophers especially. Since Edward Gibbon wrote his History of the Decline and Fall of Rome and, and, and pointed to, to the idea of decadence as being this, this major factor in the fall of Rome, it's become this kind of right-wing talking point that Rome simply became too soft, the enticements of civilization became too great. And they were eventually toppled by these, these manly barbarians who came from the north with their, their kind of vigorous, um, simple and honest ways. Uh, and this kind of philosophy was absolutely irresistible to the Nazis as well. So much so that Heinrich Himmler, when the Italian front was collapsing in the Second World War, sent a detachment of SS soldiers to an Italian mansion to try and retrieve a copy of a, a single book by a Roman 
historian called Tacitus, uh, which supposedly, you know, held this idea of the, the vigorous, manly northern barbarians toppling the decadent, weak Romans. And in the end, it's, it's so tempting to say, you know, Rome or, or any other civilization fell because of the things I personally hate. Yeah, whenever I hear about strong men leading to good times, I just think of like an extremely muscular man going around my house arranging a party for me, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> setting out like the candy and such. <laughs> yeah, yeah. thank you for my good times. I, they've made me weak. <laughs> so one major thing about this film that I wanted to talk about is the visual element, which is obviously not something that our listeners can see, but I think it's really worth flagging up in terms of the messages that this documentary is throwing up at you. Constantly while Tucker is talking, they're beaming montages at you, showing the supposed degeneration of men and the subsequent civilizational decline we're all experiencing as a result. So anyway, let's just take a look at this bit. Author C.S. Lewis warned of a West that one day would be filled with what he called men without chests. And we see that prophecy coming true today. We call them less poetically, man boobs. They're a physical manifestation of something bigger, the decline of manhood, of virility, of physical health, all of which together threaten to doom our civilization. It sounds like the fucking Jerry Springer show. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd sound going like, ooh, yeah, like it's a wrestling match or something. So what we've got here is fat men, several times over actually. There's some kind of nerdy men. There's like a, a guy who's like watching the Star Wars trailer and crying and like a, a neckbeard Wojak meme. And of course, gender non-conforming men wearing makeup. And in some cases, they're actually not men at all. There's a moment where you hear that crowd sound, which shows a policeman in riot gear here in the UK, riding his horse towards some protesters, hitting a traffic sign and falling off. Now, I happen to remember that event, and I know for a fact that was actually a policewoman. But that wouldn't send the message that Tucker wants to send, which is that men are failing as paternal protectors from the barbarians, and that law and order is suffering as a result. Well, don't encourage Tucker to put out a documentary about how women can't drive. <laughs> women can't ride horses, just can't be done. Hopefully Elon Musk develops a self-driving horse. This whole Tucker Carlson obsession with what people are eating just really brought up to me what was happening in fascist Italy in the 1920s and 30s, where there became this overriding obsession with what Italian people were eating as this new fascist government tried to you know, develop the Italy of the future. Uh, there was one futurist called F.T. Marinetti who founded this futurist poetry and painting movement that was a, a forerunner to fascism in many ways. It was violently misogynist and nationalist and, and ex extolled violence and so on. But he had this manifesto for futurist cuisine where he began to argue that pasta was what was making Italians indolent and lazy and fat and, and, and weakening the nation. As Mussolini took power and so on, he, he took on these ideas and tried to move Italians away from eating pasta and onto moving rice. He had like a national risotto day where he encouraged <laughs> Italians to eat this like new manly food that would make them stronger. You've been listening to a sample of Man Clan, a 10-part series that is being published on QAA's premium podcast feed, which you can get access to for just five bucks a month by going to patreon.com slash Anonymous. You'll also get access to all of Travis View's first season of Trickle Down, as well as an extra episode of QAA for every regular one, and access to our entire archive of premium episodes. Join the Man Clan. <laughs>